Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that support the podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It was just another pleasant sunny day on the beach in Ocean Ridge, Florida, until the brawl started. The victim in the case, 24-year-old Trevor Mooney, later told police that he had been sitting in the same spot on the beach for about three hours, enjoying the peaceful day. But then, a large crowd of people showed up and asked him to move, even offering him cash to do so. But in each case, that when money was offered, he politely declined. Soon enough, tempers among the crowd of folks trying to get him out of the way got heated, and that's when a long-haired dude in a tan suit punched him three times. You gotta wonder why a dude would show up in a tan suit to the beach on a Sunday day. The answer, of course, is because he's getting married. 27-year-old Jeffrey Albert of Boynton Beach, later arrested, spending the night in jail. The wedding postponed until the next day when he could bond out. Sounds like a country song, a long-haired <laughs> dude in a tan suit. You're right. He was a long-haired dude in a tan suit. Did you see the um, English soccer fan that pleaded guilty yeah. to running on the field and punching the captain of the opposing team while the game was I going on? No, I did not see yes, that. Yes, he did. He ran right out there and slugged him. I can't speak for everyone, Cliff, but I'm yeah. kind of hoping the guy gets released from jail just in time to attend the New England Patriots season opener. <laughs> That's just my own personal no, opinion. I, I totally, yeah. But if he could get yeah. out just in time for that. Yeah. We this story of self-denial and penance has a hit of fruity aftertaste frequently given by Take It to the Bank. Lent is well underway, and that, of course, means many Christians around the world have committed to fasting and perhaps also giving up certain luxuries in order to replicate the sacrifice Jesus made during his 40-day trip into the desert period of time noted in the Bible where he fasted and was frequently tempted by none other than Satan himself. 46-year-old Del Hall of Ohio among those publicly announcing what he's giving up for Lent. Well, it might be easier to tell you what he's consuming for Lent, as Hall has given up all solid food and most drinks, leaving only one thing left on his menu, beer. Yes, dude is going to do nothing for Lent except drink beer. Ironically, the concept of beer for Lent goes back about 700 years when German monks brewed a special heavy beer that had so many nutrients that they began to call it liquid bread, and when Lent came for them, that was the only thing that they consumed. There was, however, just one problem. It tasted really good, and how could something so good be suitable for a period of denial? So, the monks sent a barrel to the Pope for his personal approval, though it spoiled in transit when he tasted it, it was so bad, he declared it sufficient penance. Back in Germany, it tasted really good, thus giving the monks in Germany the approval to do nothing but drink beer for Lent. <laughs> you think they knew it was going to spoil? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too, yeah. <laughs> Getting a little take it to the bank on you this morning, Cliff. I'm proud of you this morning well, here on the Morning Road you know, Show. sometimes facts come about during my research for the uh, portions of the show that I produce that... You know, it suits. You'll notice, though, I didn't make really make a big deal and aggrandize the concept of Take It to the Bank and announce it was the best segment ever created. Well, I you were I didn't do any of that, yeah. See, because yeah. that's really un unnecessary and untrue. 
Well, Cliff, yes. one thing about it. Yeah. I was sitting here, and you were talking about North Posey High School possibly getting AstroTurf on the yeah. football field. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking about, boy, when that first came out at the Houston Astrodome. Yes. It was like a marvel and extremely expensive. Oh, it was, yeah. It was, I mean. And, and basically, it was kind of one of those uh, invented because we had to invent it. <laughs> Because they tried, when they first built the Astrodome, they tried to actually grow real real grass in there. Because they had, uh, like, translucent panels in the ceiling, there was just wasn't enough light, and the grass died. we got to do something. Yeah, what are we going to do now <laughs> for the football be? team? <laughs> or baseball, for that matter. Yes. And so someone said, well, let's put this carpet down. <laughs> we'll make a shag carpet, and we'll make it out of plastic. <laughs> and the expanse was crazy. Yes. And now almost every high school team around... Yes, and if you go like to to uh, Texas, where high school football is is king, oh by far, yeah, it's um it's even more prevalent there. And they've had it for many decades there. Right, kind of weird how things change like that, you know. <laughs> true. So expensive we can't have it now. Everybody's got it. I don't know, Cliff, if this what? is true or not, but What's scientists that? now are saying that yeah. the Earth is one hundred and fifty years away from a climate that will cause a planet wide extinction. <laughs> 150 years. Only 150 more years wow. do we have left. Okay. Now, I don't know, Cliff. It might not be the right attitude, but my yeah. attitude about it is kind of like, whatever. <laughs> You'll be gone. Yes. Leave it. I mean. And you have no children. Yes. So there'll be no, you know, descendants yes. that you have to worry about. So I'm like, that's Betty care. White's problem. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Let her deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. The newest report out. Mm-hmm. 30% of all the seafood that you buy mm-hmm. in grocery stores is mislabeled. <laughs> you mean they say it's like a certain kind of fish, and it's not really that kind of fish. That's right. Yeah. So it appears the frozen item that I bought yeah. with wings, feet, and a beak wasn't a salmon after all. <laughs> I ate a penguin. <laughs> well, how was it? And I liked it, yes. You ate a penguin, and you liked yes, it. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, what's coming up at 8 o'clock this morning, Cliff? All right. It had a meaty flavor to it. I will well, say you yes. Would suspect it would. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. Cliff, some surveys that come out are actually quite painful. Whenever I read them, yeah. They've asked over seventy-five hundred Americans mm-hmm. over the age of eighteen, yeah. how many people they've kissed in their lifetime. <laughs> and the answer was well, all kinds of answers. Five okay. percent yeah. of people say they have never been kissed. Okay. 4% say that they've only kissed one person in their life. Okay. And then the one that struck me, Cliff, is painful. Yeah. 15% of respondents said they've kissed more than 50 people in their lifetime. Not <laughs> not including mom? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever met 50 people in my life that I wanted to kiss. No game. Have you? I mean, really? I, don't, I never really thought about it. And as usual, you didn't give me advance notice. Of course not. Come up with the, you know, appropriate answer. Probably. I, I don't know. You think so? You think you've kissed 50 people well, in your I mean, life? Like, <laughs> don't count your parents. I'm not counting my parents. I mean, there's... Your brother and all that you know, stuff. There, there are people who I have associated with, of the female persuasion, who it would be appropriate because some of us are huggers. And some of us also, you know, give a little kiss on the cheek. So does that count? Or does it only count if I put my tongue down their throat? No, 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 no. Well, now I'm nauseous a little bit. 
Why did you take something sweet and turn it into ooh, ooh? Cliff? Yeah. I noticed here we've got some guns and hoses tickets that we're going to give away next hour here on the Morning Road Show. Okay. It's on the uh, 13th of April at, at the Ford Center. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, three contestants in yesterday on this program and spoke with them. Yeah. Daniel Hopper and mm-hmm. Nefty Padilla. He mm-hmm. works here at the Princeton Police Department. Right. And uh, Officer Hopper is with the Mount Carmel Police. That's right. He's yeah. the canine officer. Yeah. And then uh, Posey County EMS contestant. Paige Jones. Yes. Now, Paige is on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning. Yes. And she's asking you, and we're asking you, to jump on there and give her a good nickname right. as she comes out to because fight. Because apparently, as these fighters are introduced, you know, they walk out from the dressing room to the ring, and there's some music that's played of their own choosing, like a walk-up music. Yes. And they're introduced frequently with a nickname of some sort. Yes, yeah. and we've had like forty-one different. Yes, people. Oh, you're, you're absolutely come right. up with nicknames for Paige Jones. Yes. I like the one that's obituary Paige Jones. <laughs> that's pretty good. Obituary Paige Jones is not bad. Paige will be uh, selecting the one she likes, though. Yeah, that's her. Next it's Monday. up to her. Yes. Yeah, she's going to pick and, and, and let us know. She's going to let us know. So, so uh, you, But you can contribute by going to our Facebook page. Please do that. This in- incident in England is one of those, your mouth says one thing, but your actions say another kind of events. Andrew Dickon told police afterwards that he had had only one beer. Court records do show that he admitted to drinking with friends at the Cross Street Bar in the Minchel area, not far from Liverpool, when there was an apparent disagreement among those friends that Dickon thought could only be solved by something he had in the trunk of his car, so he went to go get it. Pretty soon, other customers in the bar were yelling, He's got a chainsaw! (laughs) Yeah, dude brought a running chainsaw into the bar and proceeded to wave it around threateningly to all the other patrons there. And yes, he cut a table in half in the process. (laughs) A group of rugby players eventually tackled Dickon, and took away the screaming saw, and he'll now spend the next two years in jail. Just to demonstrate, Cliff, that it wasn't a fake chainsaw, I'm going <laughs> to cut this table right in two. Well, we've got tickets to Guns and Hoses, April the 13th. Up yep. for grabs next. You give us a call at 812-386-1250. We'll ask mm-hmm. you a true or false question. You're going to get it right, and you're going to be our winner. That's coming up next. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hi, who's this? Carla Martin. All right, Carla, where are you from? I'm from Evansville. All right, are you ready to try to win tickets to Guns and Hoses? Yes, are you going to ask me the question? I've lost the last two times I've talked to <laughs> Weed. You haven't been very good at this, have you, Carla? The it's luck not has not fault. been good. It's not her fault. But, you know, if you think about it, Carla, if you lose today, you don't have a set of morning roadshow coasters yet, do you? Oh, no, I don't. Well, see, if you, you lose... still be a winner then. That's your consolation yeah. prize. Could still be a winner. So, see, but we're going to give you the uh, question. If you want to, Cliff can give it to you if you feel more yeah, confident. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. All right. Well, i got to hand the piece of paper over to Cliff. Okay. All right. Is this true or is it false? A hole-in-one on a par-five hole in golf is called a condor. And it's considered the hardest thing to do in the sport, and there's never been one done in a pro tournament. Is that true or false? 
football. <laughs> no. Congratulations, Carla. You've now lost three times, and you've won more. I can't blame it on you. No. So it looks like it could be you, Carla. I'm just saying. It could be you. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have those uh, coasters up here for you, and when you win, you can come up and get the coasters, too. How's that? All right. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you, Carla. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is true, Cliff. <laughs> A hole in one on It's a, called a condor. Yes. Did you know that? I did not know that. There you go. Well, I didn't know that either. So we've learned a little bit of something this morning on this program. We've had, <laughs> we can only do that once a day. That's pretty well it. Yes. Yeah. Cliff, this year, yeah. Batman turns 80. Mm-hmm. And this month, Barbie celebrates her 60th birthday. Really? 60 years old, I didn't, Barbie. I mean, that's a long time. That is a long time. Been I'm, around for a long time. Wondering, Cliff, if Barbie yeah. actually is, though, um, when we get right down to it, yeah. a very good role model for young girls. <laughs> why I would mean, you think that? about it? I mean, why would you say, I don't understand. I don't know. She's had, like, what, 67 different jobs? She can't <laughs> hold the same job? Have you not noticed? Okay, point there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's constantly changing, but yet she oh, yeah. always has nice stuff. <laughs> if you switch jobs that much... There's there, no way. There, yeah, you, you got to pay off some credit card debt or something. Clearly, she doesn't have to do that. Yeah, so I don't know what's maybe, going maybe, on with her. Maybe well, Ken's giving her some cash. I don't Listen to this one. She's had so much plastic surgery. Her body's in, entirely just plastic. She's like fake. <laughs> uh, hi, who's this? I'm going to try again. This is Carla oh, Martin. Oh, hello, Carla Martin. Holy cow, Carla Martin. How do we get you again? <laughs> I don't know, but i got to go to work, guys. <laughs> I'm going to win these tickets. Where do you work at, Carla? Well, I'm a housekeeper oh, and caregiver. Okay. So are you a little late right now? No, uh, today is a late day. Oh, so we can mess around for a little right. bit here. Can't no, we? I've got to get right going. Away. This is late. <laughs> oh, well, this is the late part. All right. Well, Carla... Now, if you lose, we're not going to give you another set of coasters, okay? Oh, that's fine. Well, well, that's a little harsh, but I'm okay. Good. All right. <laughs> kind of hurts my feelings a little, Carla, but that's okay. Here's your statement, Carla. Bananas are curved because if they grow straight, they lose their flavor. Now, is that true, or did I just make that up? I think you just made that up. Carla, Carla. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I am kidding you. Congratulations, yeah. you won the Guns and yeah, Hoses that's tickets. A, that's oh, a lie. Great. <laughs> yes, I lied uh, completely, made all of that up. Congratulations, yeah. Carla. We've got your name on those tickets. You have a great time at the fight, okay? Thank you. Thank you, Carla. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. Get to work. Bye-bye. Well, my excitement is this, Cliff. Yeah. Today's Take It to the Bank. Okay. When you hear it, mm-hmm. you will say, without a doubt, that is a lie, but it's absolutely true. It is that mind-boggling, Cliff. <laughs> that mind-boggling, take it to the bank. Oh, it's boggling. I'm telling Boggles you. Boggles the mind. There is no need for you to check the facts, because yeah. what is said on take it to the bank. Yeah, you know I'm checking the facts. I know. I'm telling you, I'm checking the facts. But you don't need to. Right, I know. It's supposed to be true and whatnot. But it's not supposed to be. Absolutely I'm true. I'm still going to, you know, check the facts, man. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Well, Cliff, this one you're going to think is a lie. I know you're going to check. (laughs) But there's no need to check. Okay. In 1990, I remember watching this team play. Yeah. Loyola Marymount. Okay. Out on the West Coast. Yeah. And that team averaged, per game, 122 points, which is still an NCAA record. 
Okay. But they were never close to scoring the most points ever in a college basketball game. Mm -hmm. That happened back in 1992. Yeah. When Troy State took on DeVry University of Atlanta. (laughs) DeVry University had a basketball team? Evidently so, Cliff. (laughs) I thought they were a fake college, but evidently they had a basketball team. And the score in this game was Troy 258 and DeVry a measly 141. That's like almost, that's 499 points. 399. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Yes. I can't do math on my head. But but even at 400 points, that's like a a basket like every six seconds. How do you do that? I have no idea. And not get worn out. I know. Because when you get the ball, the basket's on the other end of the court. You got to run down there. Every minute of that game, yeah, they scored ten points. Ten points. Wow. Maybe there was a lot of free throws because you know when you shoot free throws, the clock isn't running. You'd have to have forty people on your team <laughs> so they wouldn't foul out. True. But all of yes. that's true. No need to look it up. Okay. Two hundred and fifty-eight points in a college basketball game. Mercy. And all of us know someone who we think. Has the easiest job in the entire world. They basically do absolutely nothing all day long and get paid to do it. We all know someone like that. I've got some some names even in this building who come to mind immediately. Yes. And Cliff, this is the easiest job in the world. What is it? It's in Sweden. Okay. Now, it doesn't start for like 14 years, but they're tying it in with the new train station that they're building there that won't be completed until 2026. Your job... Yeah. Well, first of all, you have to live in Sweden. Okay. But you can move there. They don't care. All right. And your job will be each morning, Mm -hmm. you will go in to the train station, you'll clock in, Mm -hmm. and by clocking in, that turns the lights on in the entire train station. Okay. Later that day, you will return, clock out at the train station, and that turns the lights off. (laughs) And that's all you do. You don't have to do anything else. That's it. But show up in the morning and basically turn the lights on and then in the evening and turn them off. Yes. Now, do you have to work seven days a week at this job? Five days a week. Okay. Okay. So they give you days off. $28,000 a year. <laughs> days off from doing nothing. Yes. You get vacation time. Yeah. 3% raise every year. Okay. A retirement plan. Yeah. And you can quit anytime you want to. But if you keep the job, mm-hmm. it's yours for as long as you live. Now, I'm just guessing they probably do not want you to have some kind of a side gig. You cannot have a side gig at any time <laughs> during the experiment. Oh, it's an experiment. Yes. Okay. Just to see what people now, would do that don't during, have to work. During this day that you're doing nothing, do you have to remain present in the train station? No, you can leave and go you and do anything you want. You can just go do whatever you want to. As long as you turn the lights off Come back and, t- and turn them on. You know... It sounds a lot like what you do here. It does, doesn't it? You're the first person here. Yes. You turn the lights on. Yes. You could come back and turn the lights off. And you could move to Sweden and get a raise. You're not kidding. <laughs> Two and a half times. <laughs> well, Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Drink beer for Lent. Number two. I ate a penguin and I liked it. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Does it only count... 
if I put my tongue down their throat. Okay, no. <laughs> clearly, clearly that was the number one phrase of the day. But why did it have to be said? <laughs> you ask a question about how many times I got kissed or kissed people or whatever it was. That was the answer. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.